Here we go! Spooky Brown, Spooky Brown, Spooky Brown, Spooky Brown. Pockets from which you cannot run is spooky branch. Spooky branch, spooky branch, spooky branch, spooky branch. Your traps will cook us food and we will make it fun. It's spooky branch. Spooky branch, spooky branch, spooky branch, spooky branch. It's scary and it's great to break the sun launch. Spooky branch. Welcome to the podcast that I'm being forced to do. First, we'll get through the details. I was tricked here to start a paranormal investigation of Olivewood Manor. And once me and uh, Craigslist hired channel Daffodil Taffeta arrived, we were promptly trapped by the spirits within. And for some reason, they're making us make them brunch and tell their stories. Now, this week is a little quiet around the house. I'm not sure if everyone's feeling 100%. I know a lot of spirits have been going around making large fires, and Madam is really, really on edge. Let's see if I can find Daffodil and see if they know anything and how their week's been. Daffy? Oh. Wow. Um... You don't, you don't look so hot, Daff. I'm in a vulnerable heart space. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you need to lay down? Yes, I'll just. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, thank you for catching me. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would normally ask you how your week's been, but it, it looks oh, like it's pretty tough. I tell you all about my week. Oh, my little baby cosmic soul. It's been so much with the Pleiades through the heart of the Starbolt Taurus constellation. Oh, it was highlighting the energetic connection of the seven grandmothers of the cosmos, of course. No, oh, you know how it is. Oh, I've also been researching all about my tycoon in order to achieve the correction of my soul to lead me to my next evolution. You know, as an ascended master, I've obviously like done the ascension process for myself, but my north node in Aquarius lets me know that I'm back here in the 3D to help everybody else go through theirs, of course. Well, oh, do you want to know more? No, uh, I just thought you had a head cold. Oh, no, this is... A magical injury. Oh, of course. Everyone else, all the other spirits are snotting around the house. No, no, no. These are ascension. Not ascension symptoms. Okay, I can't even speak. No, it's just, it's so much. I'm back to heal the fractured timeline of the humankind and reset the birthright of destiny of every human being to embrace their divine DNA, reweaving the very fabric of reality. Plus, you know, Venus, Saturn, and Jupiter align this week, so my Scorpio, Capricorn, and Leo are having a razzle-dazzle circle jerk in the sky. You know how it is, right? If if I say yes, can we stop talking about this? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, and you've been paying attention to the Schumann resonance scanners, right? Y- yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Off the charts. Like, holy solar flares and out-of-season spice weather and holy shaft. This, like, home rock earth ship is really ascending, you know? I mean, damn, like, the prophecies played in my head since I was a queer baby fae alien, but, you know, still really epic and actually kind of crazy to be here for the process, but here we go, 5D. 
Anyway, I've got the body aches and the ascension shakes, and I just keep coming madly. <laughs> what, what, what was that, that last bit? I just keep coming madly. <laughs> I was, I was it's just like, you know, it's the age of Aquarius, but I'm like, damn, I'm out of clean leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that I misheard you, but... No, I'm a water sign, baby. <laughs> well, you did just collapse, so maybe we could get you to the couch, maybe by the fire for a little while. Oh, your arm's getting tired? Oh, okay, Mr. Buff Buff. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I am still holding you. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling you about my week. I didn't really have time. Uh, anyway, okay, okay, fine. I'm sitting down. What else do you want to know? Do you want to know more about my coming? My absolutely Uh, amazing astral climaxes? Maybe we should save that for Patreon content. (laughs) (laughs) Behind the paywall. Mm -hmm. Learn about my cosmic cunt. Follow me to Warbarella's room. It's the only place that's safe to speak on the crowns. Cal, I am so happy to see you right now. Where have you been? Come with me. But why Warbarella's room? Soundproof. Remember? Oh, who opened the Warbler's room? I need to talk to you. Come this way. Oh, hello, boys. Oh, Lulu, you accepted my invitation to my room. Lulu, keep her talking. We'll speak quietly in the corner over here, just in case this room isn't safe either. Safe? Safe for what? Being overheard. Oh, Lulu, come here. Sit here, honey. Relax with me. <coughs> Wow, it's really smoky in here. Oh, of course, it's all the sage. <laughs> all right, anyway, sugar, do you like my room? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, nice shag carpet and um, tapestries, and, and that's a lava lamp. Oh, thanks for noticing. <laughs> I've gone absolutely wild in here, and the acoustics are fantastic. <laughs> What is the meaning of this? Keep your voice down. Something is listening to the podcast. Beautiful blockhead podcasts are meant to be listened to. That's the point. Yes. I I mean, no. I mean, someone is listening in private areas of the manor and posting them on the podcast. (gasps) We have a spy? What, baby? Can I sing hi? (laughs) Oh, hell yeah, I can. (laughs) Whomever it is has captured places where I don't have mics, and now conversations that should never be public are literally published all over the internet. What are we gonna do? Let it happen. What? We have to keep the pace of the scheduled podcast. Let whomever is messing with us keep doing it, and we'll find a way to catch him in the act. Oh, I love it when you have a plan. Also, I don't know whose side this entity is on. They added a blip of a conversation from Zig and Zig's hellhounds. That bastard! I'll confront him myself! Oh! oh, uh, oh mm, uh, intentional! <laughs> End of private show! Now you applaud! <laughs> wow, that that was... Oh, I am... I'm, I'm literally speechless. Cal, are, are we good? I, I, I wanted to give the prima donna rest now. 
you are so kind, you little fleshy nugget. Oh, Lulu, uh, uh, I have important matters at the church to attend to anyway. Off your pop. Bye-bye. Hello, boys. Interesting to find you outside Warbarella's room. Yeah, we just got a front row VIP musical show. Oh, uh, how lucky for you. Something like that. Um, madam, can I interview you now? Oh, mm, I, I suppose that is only fair. Yes, you have my consent to interview me for this podcast. The living deserve to know. Cal, Lack, is everything all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just prepping for date night. Enjoy your interview. Brunch first, Lulu. Don't think I didn't notice Daffodil cooking on their own last Sunday. Of course, madam. Actually, I've already started with brunch for this week. I thought we would do a French toast pull apart. It's something that you can prep super early before, so it is all ready to go. Just needs to hit the oven. I am truly elated that you can finally do this independently. Well, you set up your gear. I'll help pull ingredients. Or do you already have that? It is ready to go. Oh, Lulu. Great job. All right, Lulu. I'll meet you in the kitchen then. Goodbye, boys. All right, yeah. I'll be in there in just a little bit. (laughs) Ooh. So that was a close one, guys. But I think we'll get away with it. I'll just have to interview Madam. No, you need to interview Zig. That bastard? Oh, they're hills hellhounds. Um, Okay, so I guess I'll just find a way out of this. Okay, believe you me, being interviewed is the last thing Madam wants to do. (laughs) Talk about skeletons in the closet. Anyway, don't worry. You'll find a way. Believe me, if she has a way out, she'll take it. Okay, got it. All right, madam. I'll be right in the kitchen. I'm going to check on Daffodil. Hey, Daffy, you okay? Uh, I, I mean, uh, yes. I just really struggle with being an interdimensional being trapped in this meaty flesh suit because it's cramping. And as a non-binary being, when my innie starts bleeding, I get really overwhelmed. Whenever you're feeling better... We really need to talk. I gotta catch you up on a lot of stuff. Oh, I know. You could make French toast now. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll be in the kitchen. Yeah, Daff. Can you put on some hot water for tea? I mean, I know that water won't be hot when you put it on the stove, but by the time I get the kitchen, yeah, got it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'll get some water started. Oh, hi, Lulu. How you doing today, mate? Oh, hey, Zig. Yeah, I'm doing a lot better than some others. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit under the weather myself. I'm going to start some tea for Daffodil. You want me to make enough for you? Oh, thanks. So, uh, who are you interviewing today? Madam? Yeah, ma- well, since you're here, I mean, it, it'll only take a couple of minutes. Maybe we could do an interview with you. Oh, that sounds excellent. Yes, please interview Zig Oliver. I'm... Uh, I have a previous engagement to attend to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't mind. I'd love to talk to you, Lulu. Pick that brain of yours. That sounds great. Let me just throw this in the oven real quick and I'll get set up. Wow. Look who grew up already. First vegan brunch already pre-prepared. I'm coming a long way. 
Looks like you've actually quite settled into the manor then, huh? I'm keeping myself busy. <laughs> no more run-ins with Cuckoo, I hope. No, no, I've been avoiding that wing of the manor and trying to stay out of Hickory Dickens' way. Yeah, no doubt. You're welcome, by the way. I don't think you actually ever properly thanked me for uh, not letting that crazy uh, clock man slice your throat with the button off. There, there was a lot going on, but thank you. I, I, I guess I could assume the hellfire came from you. <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't come from the warbler. Although I wouldn't doubt if Madam couldn't shoot laser beams out of her eyes. <laughs> I get the same feeling sometimes. <laughs> You've no idea. Well, Zig? Here I am. And I In guess- the flesh. Kinda. <laughs> kind of. Tell me about that. How much of you is actually here? You do seem to be a lot more solid than the other spirits around here. Yeah, it's, that's due to the frequency of what I am. You see, some of us have actually been alive far longer than time. So, it's I've sort of grandfathered in in the whole immortality thing, but the majority of my consciousness actually lies in the ninth dimension. I, I don't think I know what any of that means. Sure. I'm like, uh, I'm about fifth dimension right here. So, like, you can kind of see me, perceive me. I'm a bit fleshy. If you touch me, well, you could always find out if you swing my way. And uh, past that, I'm also kind of like a computer hologram at times. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. I've heard people refer to you as an overlord of hell several (sighs) times. Yeah. So, does that make you a daemon? Yes, darling. Absolutely, mate. <laughs> you uh, you don't really uh, get into hell much by being like a squeaky guardian angel. But until you really know what angels are, you don't really know what demons are. How how in-depth do you actually want me to go in this interview? I, I, I'd like you to go as deep as you're comfortable with. All right. Well, very well. So before the whole humankind decided that they needed some sort of soul evolution in whatever to be separate from creator source, we all had our jobs and, well, I graduated with high honors. Lucky me. My job is to pull out of the fucks out of hell that have gotten themselves into some sort of psychotic pattern, reliving their trauma that they didn't fix during the lifetime. And yeah, so... Yeah, I guess you could call me a demonic angel. Knight in shining rusty armor I am. So, that's how Warbler got here. Yeah. Who else did you bring here? Huh, I don't know if you have that much time. You've not really explored the basement, have you? No, I haven't been down there. Yeah, it's probably for the best. (laughs) There's a lot of us here. And also... This is just a manor house, right? This is a nice place that I choose to reside because it's kind of it's kind of off the spiritual grid, right? It's kind of a meeting place in between worlds. The neighbours don't give a fuck. And, well, we're pretty protected here from the other spirits. I've pulled thousands, maybe even millions at this point out of their own hills because they've fallen in one after another, lifetime after lifetime, but they don't all reside here. That'd be a crowded fucking house. So, it sounds like you do quite a bit in hell, but what do you do around the manor? I kind of just see you lounging around. Not that there's a problem with that, but what do you fill your time with when you're here? Hmm. 
mischief and mayhem. See, I've got to be the good guy at work, right? So we all need, like, an outlet. So, uh, you know, mostly I just want to know everybody's business here at the manor because this is where I choose to reside. So I think it's uh, sort of my domain, too. So there's a lot of places around here. How do you uh, stay involved with everyone? (laughs) Well, one, I obviously read minds. Two, I've got a few friends of the undead. That uh, help me run me little errands. Okay, let's let's go back to number one. Um, what is obvious about your mind reading? Because up until now, I I didn't find anything obvious. Ah, well, all right. So the whole reason that I know how to pull people out if they're like crazy spirals of hell is because I pay attention to that auric field. So it's a lot less than like reading someone's like scripted thoughts and shit because they'd be boring as fucking hell. But it's more rather like being sensitive to everybody's energies and stuff. And like when it comes into their own spirals, I can specifically pinpoint that exact millisecond that they're about to just have that... That break in between thought patterns, and that's when I fly in there. Oh, you know, it, it sounds heroic, but man, it's, just, it's fucking messy. And, and the second thing you mentioned, the undead. Yeah. What? You mean spirits? You mean walking <laughs> skeletons? You no, mean no, zombies? No, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, to the second two, uh, the spirit thing. I mean, like. Overall, nobody really fucks with me, so I guess if I wanted to know anything, a spirit would tell me. But it's more like the the creatures I've reanimated, and well, have you met any of them? Not, not that I know of. Okay, well, there's Poogee. Poogee. Poo- yeah, Poogee's a zombie rat. Okay. Yeah, he's got three feet. He's one eye, three feet. Fucking best rat I've ever done seen. Brought him back from Egypt. Very cool. Yeah, I was in Egypt because that's where Stake found me. You don't need to know about Stake yet. Stake's fucking intense. Believe me, when you meet, you'll fucking know when you meet Stake. Okay. Okay. And that takes care of the skeleton, uh, humanoid, and uh, then of course there's Scar. Scar. Yeah. I haven't met Scar. What the what? fuck have you been doing in the manor? Yeah, Scar is the reanimated raven. Where? Where? No, I haven't met a re. Where does Scar usually reside? Well, let's just say not all the spirits are spiritless, and where that is, Scar is. I see. Yeah. So, Scar is a. He's got his skeleton. A skeleton. He's, he's got some. Well, he's got some feathers sometimes, but definitely more skeleton-like. And I don't know. He just eats a fuck ton of money. Like he's just always stealing shit. But it's not, it's not that bad. You can just pull it right out of his ribcage. It's, it's, you know, it's what it is. <laughs> so tell me about some of your mayhem that you've caused around the manor. Mm, some of my mayhem. Well, I don't really like to admit this part, but uh, I did get hickory back on that timeline. I thought it would be funny, right? Like, I thought it would be funny to fuck with the fuck with the bloke, but he's a fucking wretched mess when he's drunk on that cheap man. He's just, it's not good. Yeah, and that was the night that the hellhounds came and messed up the garden. Uh, me puppies? 
Oh, my papa's he's always digging around the property. Uh, lean in a little bit. Yeah, take my hand. Now tell me everything that you know about that. Look deep into my eyes now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like fucking copper fire, isn't it? Mm. And tell me what you know about me pups. So cute, aren't they? All fluffy and undead. Well, we know the pups were in the garden in the second greenhouse digging. And Cal and Lack, they're getting real nervous about who's buried out there. Oh, so they know about the coffin, then, eh? Yeah. Tell me why they've been so distant. Is that it? They they think you're up to something. Me? Do you think I'm up to something, Lulu? I, it's hard to say, but yes. Oh, yeah. nah, I'd never do you wrong. You ain't got nothing to fear there, Lulu. It's totally fine. Safe with me. I trust you. I know you too. Just keep staring into my eyes. Tell me, what does my hand feel like in your hand? It feels wonderful. Mm. Like reaching through a wave. It's overwhelming. Yeah, take it all in. Alright, so what's next for Cal and Lack? What have they got planned? I don't know if they have a plan yet. They're just looking to see how deeply involved you are and what your endgame is. Fair enough. All right, one more thing before we let go. I'm going to need you to edit out all this little bit about Cal and Lack we just spoke about, all right? Uh, I can do that, but there, there's a small problem. What you mean is problem? We, we don't have control over what goes into the podcast. <laughs> Uh, what you mean? Who's editing this thing? We we put a base edit together, but a lot of content is being thrown in after we leave it. By whom? I I don't know, but that's how we already knew that the Hellhounds were yours. We heard them reporting to you. How do you know someone's editing it and it's not just some tech glitch? Because they're talking on it also. You've got the voice on audio. Yes. I'm going to need you to bring me a little sample of that at some point, all right, Lulu? Can you do that for me? Can you do that for Ziggy? I I can do that. Thanks, Lulu. Here's your handbag, love. Is the tea ready yet? Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 I may need to start that over again. Yeah, it's probably all evaporated. It's fine. It's totally fine that you got lost in me. You're happy to the best of us. (laughs) Good. Yeah, I'll just restart this team. And then, um, so what, what projects are you most excited about right now that you're working on actively? <clears throat> Catching up with old friends. Okay. Oh, you intend to keep it that vague? You want to touch me? No, nah, I don't. I don't want to touch it. It was kind of nice. It, it might have been. Oh, all right. Then touch my chest. <laughs> I, I know where this goes. Oh, oh, yeah. I know where the, I've seen this before. Oh, come on. I know, I know where this goes. Well, you're an audio engineer. Surely you've got a little bit of kinky spanking there. <laughs> I've seen pr- plenty of frat boys pull the same trick. <laughs> yeah, but how many of them are older than time itself? Right. I don't know. Some The older you get and continue with that game, it doesn't it doesn't work well. 
I'm older than the bricks that made the fucking fret house, mate. <laughs> you're leaning in the wrong direction. <laughs> I, I don't know how to fucking recover. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've got to say, Lulu, like all shit aside, I know I've given you a pretty hard time and I've not given you all the answers you wanted and shit, but like the fact that you are able to resist the sexy fucking succubus beast that I am, got some fucking strength to you. Strength beyond my wildest dreams for you, mate. That's a timer on the oven. I'm going to get brunch out and get tea to daffodil. So, Dig, thank you so much for sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. I probably really confused your head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to unpack most of this. It's right. You know, I probably should go through multiple interviews to, like, compartmentalize this shit. Oh, I I can't wait. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next time I'll sit out in the sun and then my flesh will be a completely different temperature. You know, it would it will be nice to get outside. If that'll get me outside, then that'll be Oh really? That would be worth it. If you can find a way to let Madam let me outside, I'll touch your chest. <laughs> Consider it fucking done, mate. Alright. Very, very courageous, Lulu. Good. I look forward to our little picnic. Well, thank you. But before we end this interview, is there anything else you'd want to share with uh, anyone listening on the podcast? Oh, right. I'm supposed to say, like, the moral of shit. Um, I don't have, like, a moral to my death because I never died. Right. It's a point. But because I have to save all of your asses out there when you do die, I would probably fucking say that shadow work is sexy and emotionally available is hot and you should fucking pursue that shit and uh when traditional therapy runs out i don't know fucking start studying fucking kabbalah kundalini yoga get get your fucking serpents rising up your dna coil so i don't have to (sighs) take on the huge risk of doing that in your afterlife and uh Honestly, really just, like, listen and and be silent enough in your mind to actually listen. Like, shut the fuck up, listen inward, and uh, your own soul will guide you to wherever you need to be. Put down your fucking cell phone for a minute. Shut the fuck up and listen to your soul. As soon as you're done listening to this podcast and looking at our Patreon, put down your phone. Yeah. I'm- After. Pay this man. Like, he literally was able to fucking refuse me in my timeless, sensual nature. I mean, I am dripping fucking tantra right here just by breathing. I'm not actually breathing. I don't really need to breathe anymore. Can't you? But if I was, it'd probably be irresistible. Uh- oh, Lord! Is brunch ready? Oh, I've had a lot of sage today and I've got the munchies and I'm hungry. Hi, Warbler. Yeah, we're about on here, aren't we, Louie? It, it's Lulu. Whatever. It, yeah, brunch is almost ready. I'm going to go get Daffodil off the couch and tell the other spirits. Hey, hey, Daff, brunch is ready and here's your tea. Just put it on the end table by the couch. My sacral is throbbing and pulsating. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. No! Oh. Ask me if I'm okay. 
<laughs> okay, I'll take. Do you want to? Do you want to? Foot massage. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll be back in a little bit. Okay. Oh, Lulu, you're the shit. <laughs> Thanks. You're the beast, cats, Lulu. <laughs> All right, I gotta go the, get the rest of the spirits and let them know that brunch is ready. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Hey, guys, brunch is ready. Wait, what did you find out about Zig? Great guy. Isn't involved in any kind of mischief. A hard-working knight in shining armor. Fuck, he got glamoured. Of course he was going to do that. Damn it. Lulu, focus. He altered your mind. Try to remember. What did Zig say when you asked him about the hellhounds? Oh, the sweet puppies. They're here to protect us. It's safe to assume Zig knows everything. Fuck. He did say he gave Hickory the timeline before the pups arrived. Okay, that's something. Do you think Zig is the one editing the podcast, Lulu? No, he didn't know who could do that, but he was really interested in hearing the voice. Cow! I knew this was a bad idea! Sending an immortal to talk to Zig? <gasps> I thought I'd find you here. Uh, is brunch ready? I have an important announcement for everyone to be set at the table. Shall we? Cluck, 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 cluck! Oh, yeah, baby! That's the good stuff! Mm-hmm. Mm, the door. Mira, what are you doing here? I, I mean, hello. It's been a while. I didn't expect you. Oh, Hikari. Oh, oh dear, you reek. Is that... Dickens, what are you holding behind your back? <laughs> Nothing. Wink. Oh, not here for a second, and I can already tell the first symptoms of the manor. Time rifting. Hickory, you cannot be drunk in the fourth dimension while the 3D is ascending to 5D. Who gave you this back? What if I told you? I can't tell you. Then it was Zig Oliver. Ooh. Oh, Mira. Hi, it's, uh, it's been a minute. Yes, it has. How unfortunate to see you, Ziggy. Ooh, burn! <laughs> Thank goodness you're here, Mira. Everyone, calm down. Please, come join us for brunch. Oh, madam, my most beloved friend. You look drained. Hell, all of you look awful. Oh, French toast. I just crawled from the couch to bless you all with my glorious presence. Ugh. What is that? That's the reason to hit the sauce! This is Daffodil. Daffodil Taffeta, non-binary channel extraordinaire, here serving the mission of my soul by living beyond the rail with the undead. Your voice is the most. Daffodil is a welcomed guest here, Mira. They make brunch along with our other new human, Lulu. I thought I smelled a lot of flesh. How do you do, peasant human? Um... Fine, I guess. Oh, come on, mate. We've had a great day, haven't we? Oh, of course. Yes. Zigoliver, your voice is the last thing I want to hear right now. Cal, Lack, you both look troubled. Are you all right? I'm fabulous. Feeling great. Liars. My dreams told me otherwise. We'll chat one-on-one. Oh, dreams. Oh, I'm a dream weave apprentice. I get so many messages from the astral planes in my lucid states. I see. 
charming. You have uh, unlimited potential of, of this, I am sure. <laughs> Daffy's actually pretty legit, Mira. They're very capable. Oh, Shanti, Ziggy baby, you really are a nightmare's wet dream. Disgusting. Glamouring humans in Madam's Manor? How pathetic. Oh, come on, maybe my game's a bit dusty. I just want a little fun to flirt with. The fight gets so lonely after a while, you know. Um, Madam, who's the person in the robes? Their pendant is staring at me. My dear friend Mira, uh, Lulu, uh, let me introduce you properly. <clears throat> Everyone, settle. As some of you already know, Mira and I lived and died together, each taking a vital post in the afterlife. She contends with the consciousness fields of the living while sleeping, while I am here serving as a gate between worlds. Mira is to have your utmost respect, dignity, and humility, or she herself will teach you the lessons you require in your sleeping hours. <sighs> Madam's dreams have called me here. Now, I don't want to alarm anyone, yet I am sure you can all feel the frequency of this home being eh, off. Something or, or someone is, is draining it, and I'm here to resolve the matter. Oh, let's start with an ohm circle. Um, stop! Child, stop. Wow, that noise will... Will not do. Eat your brunch. I shall take care of this my own way. Uh, was cry. <laughs> Bye. Just let him go. He is one of the main problems here, as per usual. Don't worry. He will be my first victim to interrogate. Uh, what Mira means is she will be using her skills to find out exactly what is going on with the energy here. And she shall stay as long as it takes. Right, Mira? Of course. Okay. Now... Now enjoy your brunch, everyone. And uh, whomever has put on tea, it's evaporated again. Oh, shit. Daffodil taffodil. Madame Gaina. Mark. Zigolova. The Warbler. A new character, Mira, were played by Wesm. That's W-E-Z-S-Y-M. Carol. Lulu. Hickory Dickens! We're played by Cookie. Story arc, written by Wesm and Cookie. Episode edited by Cookie. Spooky Brunch is an independent podcast. You can support us directly at patreon.com backslash spooky brunch and receive all episodes ad-free and access to exclusive content by the spirits and creators. Find us on all social media platforms at Spooky Brunch. Email us at spookybrunch at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>